Greetings and welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you join me at this time. I thank God for yet another opportunity for us to get together as it relates to our God, who is the God who hears prayers. We thank God for our Father who has allowed us to have this time, and I'm so glad that you've joined me as we go to him in prayer, as we read his word, and as we trust him all the way. And so today, we're going to get into what our focus is, and that is the Psalm, Psalm 91. Psalm 91 is a psalm about the security of those who are godly, and it reads on this wise, and I'm reading from the King James Version of this entire psalm, and it reads, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, and the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. So far the scripture. And so I have read for you today, and you're hearing Psalm 91. I've read it in its entirety, verses 1 through 16. And the reason that I was led to read this psalm is that in our society, in our culture, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, in the land, there is such a spirit of fear. People are fearful. They are uh, nervous. They are anxious. They are just going through, but ultimately because they hear of things, because they are already foreseeing what they think is going to have happen, they put it in their minds about what could happen. None of the things have happened, but because of the fear that is rolling, roaring rampant, if you will, throughout the society, it has become part of what people think. Some people are scared about their money. They're scared about their children. They're scared about their relationship. They're scared about their job. They're scared about all the things that they deem secure, right? The things that they feel like they can control in some respects, the things that they feel like they are in charge of. And so when the thought, the conversation comes up of a loss of something, um, when we see the weather um, destroying homes in its entirety, um, neighborhoods, you see houses of floating down the street or cars being completely washed through because of floods. You know that things like human nature, which they call it, which is the weather and which is controlled by God, it has been allowed to have this to happen. And so when you see 
Weather, for instance, you, you can't stop the rain. You can't stop the heat. You can't stop the tornado. You cannot, I cannot stop these things. And so when these things begin to happen, there is fear that goes through the land. Or, you know, you hear about downsizing on your job. Um, and I've lived through that when I worked in corporate America, where they talked about we are downsizing different departments. And then, of course, when the time came for my department to be downsized, I was one of those that was let go, right? And at that time, I, you know, I didn't have a whole bunch of money in the bank. I did not have a spouse that could assist me, that could support me. I had my mom. Um, but she had her own job and her own bills. And so, yes, she could help me, but I had my own apartment. I had my own things. But when that happened for me in my own personal um, life, I was very secure. And I didn't know why, but I do know why. It's because I was having confidence in God and I wasn't afraid. Or maybe you may not have that kind of thing happen to you, but maybe trying to figure out what's the next 10, 15 years going to be because you're already at a certain age. You're in your 60s, your 70s, your 80s, and you're concerned. You're, you, you say, I don't have, you know, um, these, my family don't really look out for me. They don't necessarily come and check out on me, check me out. And, you know, they keep talking when they're going to raise the rent in the apartment I've been living in. Or, you know, my social security is not covering enough because I'm just dealing with so much. These are things that will cause people to be fearful. But today's psalm is referring to the security of the godly. And it's important for you to read the psalms. Yes, we read verses and sometimes we just read one or two of them. But this psalm in particular is powerful because it lets us know that those of us that would dwell in his secret place, in the secret place of the Most High, would abide, would be able to rest under the shadow of the Almighty. He's our refuge and our fortress. That means he is the one that covers us. He fights for us. He keeps us safe. And the psalmist says, and in him will I trust, not in man, not in your know-how, not in your friends, not in your spouse, not in your children, not even in your job, but that you would trust in him. The word also lets us know in this verse, verse three, that he will deliver us from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. That's the the, the the pandemic, the curse, the the sickness, the virus, all the things that we hear. It says that he'll, he shall cover us with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth, his truth shall be our shield. It will go before us when all the things that are not true would be presented to us. It says that we don't have to be afraid for what happens at night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. So we don't have to worry about what's happening in the evening and we don't have to worry about what's happening in the morning because the God that we serve, he covers us. And so why am I taking the time to kind of go through this? Because when we're praying, a lot of times I hear people, you know, in the past, I wouldn't say now, but in the past, people say, well, I don't know how to pray like you. Or I don't know how to pray like so-and-so or taking this one or pastor such-and-such. And so I'm intimidated to talk to God. But many years ago, I was taught by my former bishop to pray the scriptures to pray what you are reading, right? So it's nothing wrong with us talking to God in our own language, in our own way, but it is awesome to pray his word back to him, right? So you can say to God, God, you said a thousand shall fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but none of it would come unto me, right? Only you told me that I would see and behold the reward of the wicked because you, God, have made um, our life 
or who I am, my refuge. You are my refuge. You can say to God that you said that there shall be no evil that befalls me or any plague will come nigh thy dwelling. You said, God, that you would give us angels that would be charged over us and would keep us in all of our ways. This is how we can pray. You can pray the scriptures. And so today I just wanted to encourage you to read the psalm. Read the psalm if you're dealing with something that's causing you to be sad or scared or nervous or anxious. You have to make a decision. You have to decide if you're going to move. You're going to decide if you're going to leave the situation. You have to decide if you're going to pick up and go someplace else. You have to decide if you're going to make that business deal, whatever it is. You have to know that your security is not in them, in the situation, not even in yourself. Your security is in our Father, the Most High God, El Elyon. He is the one. And at the end of the the psalm, it says that he shall call upon me. And who are we talking about? That's us. We can call Mm -hmm. upon him, the Father, and it says that he will answer us. It also says that he would be with us in trouble. So if you're in trouble, you're in trouble with your bills, trouble with your thinking, trouble with your children, trouble with your perspective, trouble with trying to figure out what church to go to, you can know that the Lord himself said he would be with you in trouble. You said in your word, God, that you would deliver them, deliver him and honor him. And with long life, would you satisfy him and show your salvation. And so that's good news for each of you listening to me today with whatever you are dealing with, whatever you are contending with, no matter what, what you are troubled by, whatever you're afraid of, spirits and, and demonic activity, you don't have to be afraid because you are dwelling in the safety of the Most High. And so let's look to the Lord in prayer just for a moment to talk to the Lord about his very word, because when you trust in his word and you trust in him, then you can have peace right in the midst where people would say, how come you're not afraid? Why aren't you nervous? Because you have the confidence and the security in the father. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you and we thank you for this opportunity to pray. We thank you for life and health and strength. We thank you for an opportunity to even be able to utter prayer, to speak words of prayer, to talk to you, to spend time with you, to look upon your word and know that your word is true, that your word is your will and your will is your word and that you are the word, you are the living word. And so for that, God, we give you praise. We thank you for this time where we've gathered in your name, God, because you promised that you would be with us and that you haven't forsaken us and that you're with us always until the end of the world. And so because of that, God, we give you the praise this time that we gather in your name. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the privilege to pray. We thank you for the opportunity to pray. We thank you that you hear us when we pray. That's good news, God. So many people don't listen to us. They are sitting right there across from us. They are looking at us as we speak and they're not even listening. People are sending messages and texting and not paying attention to the text message. People are sending emails and not paying attention to what's being stated even in the email. But God, you hear us. You hear us when we speak. You hear us when we utter. You hear us when we cry. You hear us when we moan and groan. You understand what we are saying. And so for that, God, that is good news, and we give you the praise. This morning, God, we ask that you forgive us, that you would forgive us and extend your mercy, God, because we are a mess. We are soul of need of your mercy, God. And we know that you are a merciful God, that if we've confessed it, God, you will accept 
the confession and you'll accept the, 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 the mercy and extend it to us by giving it to us. And so we thank you, God, for being merciful. We thank you, Jesus, for your blood that covers our sin, that has wiped the sin clean, that has thrown it away, that's put it in the sea of forgetfulness. And so for that, we give you praise. God, this morning we stand on your word that we need to be able to dwell in your secret place. God, so many of your children are not dwelling in a secret place, but they are dwelling in their place. They're dwelling in their homes. They're dwelling on their jobs. They're dwelling in their thoughts. They're dwelling in their cars. They're dwelling in their friend's place, but they're not dwelling in your secret place, that secret place that we can find you, where we can go in our room and get on our knees. We can sit in the side of the chair and begin to talk to you, where we can lay out on the bed and speak well words to you, where we take the moment to shut the phones off and to make it quiet and to not be so... um, taken aback by the sound of the noise that comes through just being quiet because we're so used to moving and shaking. God, we need to be in your secret place, the secret place where we are secure in you, that we know that you have our back, that you're with us, God, that we would abide under your shadow, God. You are our fortress and our refuge, God. You are the God that we can come to and know good and well that in you we can trust. God, you let us know all these promises in your psalm that you would deliver us, God, that you would cover us, that you would be our shield and our buckler. You said that you would let us know that we don't have to be afraid for all of the violence that we hear about, all of the, the, the hurting, the crime, the, the shooting, the violence. We don't have to be afraid because we are standing on your word. You said we didn't have to be afraid for pestilence to plague. You, we didn't have to worry about walking in darkness. We didn't have to worry about destruction. We didn't have to worry about what was happening at midday. Get all these things that we hear, all these sad stories, all these troublesome things, all these traumatic things, all of these horrible incidences, God, when we are secure in you, when we are confident in you, God, we are not to worry about that because you said, God, that you would keep us, God, that there would be no evil that befalls thee or any plague would come now our dwelling because the blood covers our homes, our, our jobs, where we step, where we go before you. You cover our children. You cover our family members, our friends. You cover us and you keep us, God, as the apple of your eye. You give us angels that are assigned to us, God, that keep charge over us in all of our ways, God. You would bear us up, God, even when we begin to fall, lest we would dash our foot against a stone. God, you gave us your love and you set your love upon us. Not only are you love, but you set your love upon us. And God, you said that because of that, because you represent love and your love is upon us, God, you would deliver us. God, so many of us need your deliverance. We need so much deliverance in so many different areas. God, we are children. God, we seek to live for you. We seek to serve you. We seek to love you. We seek to honor you, God, but there's some things that try to pull us back, those things in the flesh, the thorns in the flesh, the, the ways of thinking that are not aligned with your way of thinking, the, the the disparities of how we would like to live for you. And then when we worship and get together with other people or in church or we're not sure about certain things, God, all of these things cause your children at times to not feel like they will get the answer, but they know that they need you, God. They need you to show up. They need an experience with you. They need a one-on-one personal touch from you, God. But God, you let us know that if we call upon you, God, that you would answer us. God, that's good news. That's good news. God, we call people. They don't call us back. 
We text people, they don't respond. We knock on people's doors, they look through the window and don't answer. God, you said in your word that you would call up, if we call upon you, God, that you would answer us and you said that you would be with us in trouble. So I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice who's dealing with some troublesome things, who's in trouble, who um, have, have made decisions that have caused them to have trouble now, affected in their homes and everything that's concerning them. God, you said you would be with them in trouble. You said that you would deliver them and that you would honor them. And so we stand on your word today, God, that you would satisfy us each individually with long life and that you would show us your salvation. Show yourself mighty, God, and show yourself strong. Show us who you are in our lives. Deliver us. Set us free. God, blow our minds because your word lets us know that you said that we are the head and not the tail. You said that we are above and not beneath. You said that we would lend and that we wouldn't have to borrow. And so all of your word but many of your children goes against what we actually are dealing with. So a lot of times your children, it, it's difficult for them to stand on it because they're saying, but this is not what it is. You're telling me that I'm going to lend and not borrow, but yet I need to be able to uh, take care of my own issues and finances. But God, you are a God who sends forth restitution and restoration. You send forth for time of jubilee. You restore what the canker worm and the locusts have eaten up. You do that, not because of any goodness of our own, but because your name is on it, God. You said that you would make us um, the blessed one, that you make blessings fall upon us and overtake us, God. You let us know that you would command blessings upon our storehouses and all that we set our hands to do, and that you would bless us in the land that you have given us. God, you said you would establish us as a holy people unto you, and that, God, that you, as long as we would keep your commandments, God, that you would be with us, that the people of the earth would see that we are called by you and that they would be afraid of you. These are your promises, God. You said that you would make us plenteous in goods and in the fruit of our body, God, that we would have an open heaven, God, and you would open up your good treasure to us in the heaven would give us rain in the land and in your season to bless all the work of our hands and to lend unto many nations. You didn't just say that we were lending borrow, but that we were lend unto many nations. And God, you commanded all these things as long as we would serve you and live for you. We will be blessed going in and going coming out and that blessings would overtake us because we hearken unto your voice. So today, as we are reminded of your word and reminded of your promises and reminded of what you will do, help us to be in that place, in the shadow of the Most High God, to sit in that place, God, and to abide in that place. And when we abide in that place, God, you promise that you would be with us. We ask that you cover every person today, that they would trust you all the way, that they would seek you with all of their heart, with all of their mind, and all of their soul. And when they seek you, God, your word lets them know, lets us know that you, we would find you if we search for you with all of our heart. And so because we need you today, God, we acknowledge that we cannot do anything without you, that we need you for everything, that we need your wisdom, we need your direction, we need your covering, we need you, God. And because we need you, God, we know that you're with us and that you'll protect us and you'll take care of us. So bless every man, every woman, every boy, every child. Bless every leader. Bless every 
police officer, bless every nurse, every doctor, bless every teacher, bless those that work for the city, bless those in the art field, in the name of Jesus, bless those who play sports, bless those in every sector of the world, God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, in every area, that they would trust you, God, that they would know that your name, Jesus, is a strong tower, that at your name, that every knee is going to bow, and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord to the glory of God the Father, that they would know that you are our Lord and our Savior and our soon come King. God, let them know no matter how much money they have, no matter how much knowledge they have, no matter how much uh, connectors they have and connections that they have, that it is you that's Lord. And besides you, there is no other, that they are to give their lives and to serve you with gladness and to honor you and to always be honest with you, God, that even in the midst of storms and toils, God, you said that you are with us that you would never leave us, that you are truly Emmanuel with us. So God, bless us today as we go our separate ways. God, go before us and make easy and successful our ways. God, cover us with your wings because we dwell in a secret place, a secret place with you, God. We honor you, God. We bless you because you're worthy, and we give you all the praise, all the glory that is due to you. It is in Jesus' name that we pray, and for your sake, God, amen and amen. Again, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So when you have an opportunity, go and read Psalm 91. You take your time. Read it in the King James. Read it in the Amplified Bible Version. Read it in the Message Bible. Read it in the English Standard Version. But read it and know that when you become a little fearful, when you get nervous, when you're anxious, especially those of you that deal with anxiety, read Psalm 91. You can't read Pull it up on YouTube. Let it read for you. Let someone read to you. Let one of your children read to you. It is another way for the word to be ministered to them, but the word will be ministered to you. But don't let um, the excuses of reading or not reading the word, if you will, be the issue. Find a way to have this word to be hidden in your heart so that you might not sin against the Father. So you know that I love you and God loves you more. Please join me when we gather again for 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. If you're receiving blessings and inspiration, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this experience with others. For information, visit us at ValerieLee.org. Until next time. Join Sister Valerie Lee for 15 Minutes with Him.